Hello, my field daisies. Today's life lesson is reach for the stars. All right, roll the intro music. Hello again, my field daisies. I have the wonderful Shahir on. Oh my God, Shahir, it's so good to see you. Hi. Hi, Daisy. <laughs> Hello. How, how are you? I'm great. I'm feeling very good. I'm so excited to dive into your astrology for the year hat. Yeah. And so like before we started recording, I was telling Shahir that like, so he did a birthday t- uh, astrology reading for me last year and everything that you said came true. It was honestly, it was mind blowing. It was insane. Like, and this is the first time I've ever done like an astrology birthday reading. So like for it to all come true, I was just, I was mind blown, honestly. Yeah, astrology has its way to speak itself through you. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like I was I was I was like very much like an infant newbie with it and I still mm-hmm. think I am like a toddler, but now I'm mm-hmm. very much full in like this there there is validity in astrology. Of I don't course. know if you if you um use the app pattern at all. Um, my it? friend does like some of my friends does yeah they, they, yeah they tell you like the resonance of timing and stuff like that too yeah, yeah yeah I feel like it's a great app and I feel like that's been really um accurate as well for me like following mm. that and it gives you like daily patterns as well based off of like what um what the stars are aligning for that day and things like that it's really cool I love that oh. yeah <laughs> So, okay, so like I said last time, um, I am just going to let you take the rain, and I am just a passenger, and all, all of my right. little field daisies are passengers too. So let's oh go. God. Okay, let's, let's go, go, field daisies. Okay. okay. So last year, you were in a Venus year. So that was really mm-hmm. oriented towards love and pleasure and receiving um, in a lots of ways. Um, doesn't mean that this year it will disappear or anything, but... Um, when it comes to astrology, we call it like perfection, meaning that every year there's a sort of like a different focus or a different sort of like um, point of reference that your life will be oriented towards. Um, and this one, this upcoming year, I mean, you already entered it since 14th of December, your birthday. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, you are entering a Gemini year, which is a year of Mercury. So... And what I really love seeing um, about your Gemini year, I can see how this could be a very important year in terms of your podcast, to be honest. Or, um, yeah, yeah, because Mercury is a planet that is associated with words, with poetry, with anything that has a lot to do with like verbal slash um, communication. Like Mercury is literally the planet of communication that goes in between worlds. Um, to communicate with different realms in a way and you are entering a mercurial year so usually what happens in a mercury year is that people tend to really orient themselves to its um heightened sort of like communication so if there's something you want to put out there um it's going to happen this year um maybe you will be i mean I, I heard you've been also doing lots of writings in the past year with all your poetry stuff I feel that there is some sort of like greater visibility that comes in this year. Um, And because you have Mercury together with your son, um, I have a feeling that this feels like a very important arrangement when it comes to, it's not just about you speaking your ideas or your truth out there or becoming some sort of like a communicator with other people. Um, this could also be a year where you are also getting platformed by other people as well. Um, because I can see how, like, I don't know, like, um, because there's sun, you do have a sun and Mercury together in your chart. Um, and we call that, like, a Kazemi sort of moment. And usually people with, like, um, Kazemi, they are really here to um, speak their heart out, right? Um, but sun could also represent a people of authority or artists or... Um, anyone that is involved in some sort of like a um, visibility because the sun has a lot to do with visibility. So I'm like, okay, I have a feeling that Daisy might either find like a 
mentor or someone famous this year um, that you will potentially be collaborating with? Like, I feel like that there's that possibility. Have you been like feeling that? Wait, that is insane. Because like the thing is, my goal is for next year is I really want to get more into like voiceover acting, like actually like start pursuing that. I want to start like my goal. I'm going to put it out there because I think you should say your goals. I want to publish a book of poetry and I want to win a Pulitzer Prize. That's my goal. Amen. And so it's crazy that you mentioned like words and communication and just using my voice because that's that is like where my mind has been headed to for 2024. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's very literal. Oh, yet again, are we even yet surprised? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Literally not surprised not at all. Surprised at all. <laughs> so, yes, I have a feeling there's some sort of, like, acknowledgement that comes in this year. So, um, you know, obviously not every year you will get that sort of, like, accolades and acknowledgements. But I have a feeling that there will be someone really offering you something good here. Like, you could even... um be getting some sort of like a good deal or like a good sort of like a um offer from other people um through sharing your poetry sharing your art with the world so i can i can see that happening with your chart for sure yeah that that's great news i really i really hope it happens (laughs) yeah so um so so that's like in the matter of like the life's orientation so that's like okay you're um there is there's um Mercury aligned with the sun um, together with fortune. Um, so usually that signifies some sort of like making some bucks from your poetry as well or the mm. things that you are putting out there, which is considered art. So I would like really um, push you even, right? Or even nudge you to it's like um, really sharing your gifts out there because you don't know who might like you know, scanning the room, who might be in the audience, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, one of those things is like, oh, like, there's just like a small degree of separation between you and like someone famous that would like, even help you to like, platform um, as well. So, I'm, 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 I can see in the chart where I can see how there's a sort of like, help from an external party where it kind of like, elevates your sort of like um, poetry even more or, or giving some sort of like a spotlight on it because the sun is very much like a spotlight in the chart um, and then Mercury is the one that is with the microphone or the one that is writing. So Mercury Mercury is a very... Um, so what I am... like People in a Mercury year, they tend to be doing lots of different things. Um What's funny is that I am also going through a Mercury year. So Mercury year is a great year for you to pick up different skills as well. So I'm not surprised if this could be like a year where you kind of like, all right, I, I, I've done like all this like poetry stuff. Maybe there's also something about around like writing for like writing scripts. Like, I don't know whether that's like something you've been wanting to do or whatever, but it's kind of like, um, this is kind of like a year where you're not just writing one thing, you know, there's like, um, Mercury rules multiplicity. So there's like, um, a different variation of whatever areas of quote unquote art slash communication that you're doing as well. So I'm like, Hmm, this feels you know, like- what's crazy. It's like, I've, I've been wanting to like start writing music. music? <laughs> like, like I can't sing. I can't sing. Yeah. I don't have that ability, but like songwriting is something oh, that I've been thinking about. I but love I've been that. Told, yeah. I've been told before that like my poetry, like could be like, like, like a romance song or something yes. like that. So I can mm. see that I, I, maybe, yeah, because yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the role of Mercury in a year, for instance, I can tell you, um, you know, I've, I've been doing lots of speaking. And then this year, I actually went into um, shamanic sort of, um, I'm a shamanic healer now as well. As I, I've just been trained as a Reiki healer recently. Um, and then I've, I've just been using my voice for healing people in a session. So I basically like, I go into like this trance mode of like, I'm like, like, you know, it's like very shamanically singing. Um, 
And that is pretty much how my Mercury year is transpiring. So it's kind of like, oh, I never knew that part of me existed before. And then Mercury is a planet that wants you to blend your skills in in it's kind of like you're blending your skills and applying it to something else. And it's I love that you mentioned songwriting as well, because yeah, you do have the Sun and Mercury together, which is really good for like singer-songwriter, kind of like signature, where you are able to like giving some sort of like a voice to the heart and like to the feelings, you know? It's like you have wow. this um, very... Um, your Mercury this year goes to Taurus. I mean, you... Ta- um, naturally, you have Mercury in Sagittarius, but then this mm-hmm. upcoming year, there is a Taurian feel to your Mercury, meaning that there's something very grounded. There's something that um, it wants you, it wants to magnetize. So there's something this year about the voice that you share that's about to magnetize the crowd and the people um, who are meant for you. And not just that, you're also about to get some money from the process as well because you do have that sort of like fortune kind of like alignment with it. So I'm not, I'm really, really not surprised if um, there is a sort of like, um, I call it like openings or opportunities this year um, that would signify that very, very loudly. Um, I would say it, it would happen more like towards the second half of the year. I mean, we'll, we can go, get into the timing technique a bit later. But I have a feeling that this is this is part of the storytelling um, of your Mercury of of getting more visible, um, and the Sun does rule like artists, so it's kind yeah. of like it's kind of like that's why I was like that's why I was like you could be like really working with like people who are in the creative arts, and you become like their, you know, it's like Mercury in the heart of the Sun is kind of like someone who's like you're not in the shadow, you're still, but you are like, you are behind, like doing the behind the scene work of someone else's, like who's like more famous or whatever. So it's like, you're selling your art, but then you're selling it to famous people, basically. Yeah, that feels very songwriter vibes, right? Because yeah. then they'll, they're the ones that like perform it and everything, but then I get like the songwriter credit. Like that's yes. that really cool. Oh my God, this is wild. Cool. No, this is, this very is awesome. wild, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have a feeling that um, all of this, all of this will um, potential, potentially um, transpire like... Um, eight months from now so it's like that would be like around august or something like that right so um be on the lookout for august um for some sort of like important storytelling with regards to this this like this whole year shebang for you um okay because Mm -hmm. i feel like that is when um the potency of your mercury year sort of like activates even more so um um, okay, so so that's one part. So um, another part I'm seeing is that you are also like um, in terms of relationship. I love I love your relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Your moon goes to Libra this year as well. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a further testimony for a few things. One, um, moon in Libra could also be about creating something for the arts as well. So that's kind of like the testimony for your Mercury year. Um, but and at the same time, Libra is also the sign of relationships. And I kind of wonder whether this could really be a year where um, you are really putting sort of like you are really learning a lot about your relationships. And there's something healing about relationships this year um, for you. Maybe you have found sort of like partnerships that would open you up to what's like, you know, how you were telling the story about like, you know, sometimes you meet certain people and they open doors for you and it might be more like internal doors as well as outer doors, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I have a feeling there's something very potent this year with regards to um, people opening up your way of seeing life, basically. So you might bump into like um, a very special mentors or... Um, even if you are in a romantic, I mean, this could be romantically inclined, but sometimes what I realize is that you basically find like, oh, okay, um, someone who knows the ropes in, of, of something and then you're like learning from them as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this could either be like your own personal creative endeavors or it could also be true work, right? Maybe there's something here um, 
through your work collaboration or your work um, bosses or mentors there. Um, so that could provide you like a very excellent guide um, towards whatever you want to be doing next. So I have a feeling this is such a teaching year when it comes to another person because it's almost like um, it's almost like the teacher comes to you this year. It's not like obviously you know certain years are like, oh my god, where is the one that I'm supposed to be learning from, etc. Right? But there's some sort of like um, the teacher comes appears in your life this year. Um, to very much guide you to the next direction. Um, and it could be the teacher in a form of relationships, like romantic partnerships, but it could also a teacher through the form of business partnership as well. And Can it be all of the above? Because it's, it's, I feel like it's going to be all of the, be above. All of the above. Yeah, because it, that's why I explained both of that. Because mm-hmm. in astrology, the house of partnership is overlapping with the house of... So the house of romantic partnerships overlaps with the house um, with... Um, business partnerships as well just because like the people that you meet you know especially if you have some sort of like contractual sort of like agreement I mean obviously with relationship you have a more sort of like um amb- not so ambiguous it's more like you know hidden sort of like contract right it's kind of like a invisible contract but yeah the, the, the house that is about partnership one-on-one or um with a large group of people whatever all contracts contracts and partnerships are in the same house in astrology so that's why i was like oh wow like i can see how this could be like um it's almost like you are um meeting your equal in a way as well and i i love that because you are um because because you're you're very you know you have a very full sagittarius house right uh, i love your sag placement um so there's something here about you are meeting your equal because you're almost meeting people that feels like very resonant for you in a very deeply soul, philosophical wise, maybe even crafts wise as well. So this could be also be a good year for you to orient yourself towards like any communities that you want to um, be associated with even more, because I can see how like you will almost like find greater equals in those collaborations. Okay, yeah, that's great advice and very helpful. And I feel like it's like I've I already see those patterns coming up. That's why I'm like I think it's going to be all of the above. So <laughs> What's funny was that like what's funny with your chart is that like I have a feeling that it's actually within this your birthday month that your teacher is going <laughs> to are you are you you're just saying that because I said it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like literally timing, the timing says I was wow. like, all right, I was like, okay, when's the timing? It was kind of like, all right, the timing says that between December 14 to January 12, date between December 14 and January 12, like Daisy is like gonna realize like an important figure or important teacher um in Daisy's life that would be sort of like bringing um your soul story like like basically accompanying your soul story soul journey throughout the year so like wow. there's something perhaps significant happens between december 14 until january 12 yeah okay good to know yeah. i need to start joining some poetry groups before just <laughs> january 12th <laughs> you know, right so yeah i see it in your chart and then that's why i was like okay maybe daisy has already met these people and it's just more about like you know connecting it deeper um and seeing um the teacher within you um that that that, that wants to come out as well okay so. yeah I, I definitely have like a few people in mind where I'm like oh wow like I feel like I'm learning a lot from them like both mm-hmm. like professionally and like romantically so it's like oh my god it's very crazy. yeah I, mm-hmm. I love that I love that yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any particular areas of life that you want me to nudge me to it or like you're curious about? Oh my about? god. Um it's like I want to find the bad. Like what's what's gonna what's bad gonna happen to me, Shane? Oh my god. Okay. So the more um difficult parts of the uh would be um I would say um okay, you do have this thing where one thing I can see with your chart is that you're probably going to be traveling. I, I mean, you're always traveling. That's <laughs> You know, I was planning on not traveling this year. Really? Okay, maybe that's yeah. one too. There's a bit of a caution with traveling this year in general, to be honest. Mm. Um, or maybe just like having some sort of like, because I can see how your travel houses, it might just cost you some sort of like, um, m- some mishaps in a way. Um, Maybe it's just like, I mean, I don't know. It's like, 
delays or any sort of like that that those sort of things um but yeah that could be some sort of like for me like in terms of traveling um there could be something quite difficult happening so 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 be just be careful with that right um whenever you go out and travel and things like that um this is like long distance travel not not like a short distance going to like uh, another oh my god i feel uh, like yeah. i know what this is gonna be really? <laughs> I, don't, I, oh. I don't want yeah like you know what i'm just gonna say it because like let, like let let's see if it's true i don't know but like I was maybe planning on visiting my grandma in China for the first time, not for the first time, but for the first time since like um, middle school. Like I haven't seen her since I was a kid. And we were thinking about maybe going in the summer to go see her. So I don't know. But like, but that's not planned. That's not set in stone or anything. And now I'm wondering, I'm like, should I go this year? Should I wait? Oh I mean, you should year? go. Right, just follow your heart. Um, you know, yeah. sometimes astrology is gonna astrologize regardless of whatever you do, regardless. Um, but no, honestly, that's good. Like that's um, at, at least you have some sort of a precaution there, right? So yeah, some it, sort it, of like awareness. Awareness, yeah. like when things happen, you're just like, you know what? Like I don't want to be bothered or much flustered by this. Um, you know, it's like for me, it's like sometimes uh, I always tell my clients that like, um astrology helps me to what to focus on as well in a way i'm like all right like i can't i can't like dwell on this for too long just because like i'm very aware of that okay this was like this was kind of like in the chart <laughs> i was like yeah, oh, it's I like you can't was, avoid you, you can't, can't avoid, avoid the, it yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. if they're meant to be to happen that way so um sometimes it's like uh, really literally about that um so you you never know you never know um so that's like a more uh, sort of like difficult things um I'm foreseeing. Um, at the same time, though, I would say that um, there is a sense of like um, this year could also um, feel that um, your um, what's the word of it? You will you your moon goes to Libra this year, which is usually whenever that happens, is that there's something along like relationships become some sort of like a very important um, storytelling of this year, right? Um, which obviously relationships are important in general for lots of people's life, but um, know your boundaries, basically like a very classic old kind of um, mm-hmm. message, because I can see how like um, things are kind of like transpiring in a way that you feel like, oh, okay, like, is this really mine to hold, right? Is this really like my... Um, um, part of the share and even you know it obviously part of like the cultivation of like a healthy relationship is also like um understanding accountability and um boundaries um within the process as well so so because you have your moon goes to libra and that felt like um very i mean you naturally have a moon in taurus which is also a venus sign so you're entering another sort of like um although you like although you think that you've ended your venus here but venus is still around um kind of she's still here (laughs) she's still with you because you are um your your moon enters libra so there is a sort of like um you might even this could also be a year where you're really thinking about um putting out your image out there um in a very different way like sometimes people people having a libra moon year um they are very much wanting to put something out there that is aesthetically pleasing right i mean obviously i know that i know you dress really beautifully like you have a sense of passion and all those things i mean this could also be your this could also be your job to be honest what's funny is that like your 10th house has an alignment with libra um and for me like that feels like even with your career you're getting lots of like either visibility or you're getting support um, from that end as well because I can feel like um, your work there is going to get like sort of like a support like when the moon goes to a, a house you basically kind of like you know how like we do like voting for example right so wherever the moon is you kind of like get the most votes basically so like I can see how like your um, work house is getting really zhuzhed up this upcoming year um, with lots and lots of support yeah. Um, okay, that's that's great because I feel like I'm about to do like some big things at work and it would be really great to get some votes votes because I need like <laughs> buy-in from everyone. I need like everyone to believe yes. in the vision. Yes. So yes. I'm trying to get that energy, you know? Oh my God, I, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I have a feeling like, so it, it, when it comes to a timing-wise, um, 
when it comes to your um, job stuff, I have a feeling like, okay, so this is just in general this year, um, the important timing would be between January till, um, okay, the, so the first one is from January 12th to February 11th. Um, I have a feeling that would be relationship oriented um, from January 12th to February 11th. Um, that would be relationship, but it will also give some sort of like quote unquote clue towards job stuff as well because it's not just um, relationship activation there. Um, and then the other one would be between so January and then February, March and April, April 11th until May 12th. I have a feeling that would be like such a big, um, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not too sure about your work cycle, but I have a feeling that between April 11th until May 12th is such a, a big work-related um, timing for you. So there's some sort of like work stuff going on um, between April yep, 11th Yep, that makes sense. I already know that makes sense, yeah. Because <laughs> I think that's when like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yeah. And I have a feeling that it will be, I, I have, a, I mean, crossing my fingers, obviously, but I have a feeling that um, because you have the support there. And so I have a feeling that would be like very good for you in terms of like getting that sort of like support um, from 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 whoever um, at work. And then, so so that's fun, right? Um, and then um, May, April, and April, May. And then the next um, important period would be around July 14. So July 14, um would be very much about you perhaps um throughout like you know you basically just your your um storytelling this year um well, there's something like surrounding um your health or your well-being surrounding those months as well july and august um there might also be some sort of like um i have a feeling that it's very saturnian so there might there might be themes of um Sort of like I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it, it's kind of like Saturn is some sort of like a depressive force sometimes, but there could be some sort of like a news that would be like, oh my god, like this is like a bit difficult. So um be mindful mm-hmm. of between July 14 until August 14, um, then as well. And then okay. the final one, uh I call it like the key months. Um the final key months would be October 14 until November 13. Um, and that seems to activate a lot of your, um, uh, I, I have a feeling that would be good, to be honest. Like, I don't know why, like, I'm not sure whether you're moving in with someone, but... <laughs> in October? <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, okay, so it could also, okay, well, on one hand, um, well, my lease is up in October, so... <laughs> so you could either really renew... Okay, it could literally just be renewing your lease, right? But then what I'm seeing in your chart is that, like, you have Venus there, like... In October? In October. Like, Venus yeah. and the fourth house getting activated. This feels like cozying up with someone in a house or in a place or something. So. That's wild. <laughs> I'm literally going to call you in October. I'm be like, Shahir, <laughs> what did you do to me? <laughs> did you manifest this? Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Honestly, so, yeah. I welcome it, please. I'd love oh that. God. So, yeah. So, I have a feeling that in October, there is that sort of, like, storytelling where um, October 14 until November, um, until, like, you know, a month before, um, I mean, um, the month before your birthday itself. Yeah, I have a feeling there's something there that's really significant when it comes to um, your place in this world. and um, Like my physical place. Yeah, with your physical place. And I have a feeling that, you know, whenever astrologers see this arrangement, like they're like, hmm... Is this when you're shackling, like you know, you're shacking together or something like that? You know, people moving in, or it could also just be like it's also fourth and eleventh, so sometimes it could also signify some sort of like, oh, uh, it, it might not be lovers. It could also be people that you really love. Like suddenly, you know, I know you've like not had roommates in a while, but then I don't know. Like this seems like a, a placement where it's either a news from back home, so it could be literally 
because um, sometimes astrology is funny, right? Sometimes it could be like a very good news coming in from your family, you know, or the home place, etc. Um, so that could be one. Um, but at the same time, um, there's also this sort of like storytelling surrounding um, uh, people like being together with you in house. <laughs> you know what's you know what's crazy, Shahir, is like I'm literally trying to get my friend from my hometown to move to New York. And like we were talking about her even just like crashing on my couch and living with me for a bit oh my to God. see if she likes New York. So maybe that's happening in October. I feel that that could be happening in October. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. So she could be moving to New York around October. Uh, that would be wild. That <laughs> this is I, crazy. It's, it's, it's really mad, but yeah, I can see how like the configuration goes that way in the such that um, there is a sort of like a very. Um, important storytelling that comes in when it comes to like the home and friends coming together yeah you know doing this a second time around it feels a lot more natural like I think when I was when I did the first time I was like I don't know what time but like it's like I feel I see these things clicking into place like I'm like oh that makes sense that makes sense like this like this pattern seems like it's yeah it's like it's like transpiring in a in a very like interesting ways right it's very yeah. natural yeah very mm-hmm. natural yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense i like you know i've i've had you know clients where um it's kind of like they at first they'll be like oh okay is this a hard to play I'm, and then now that you're like ha- got the hang of it you're like oh okay this is how it works it's like how it plays out will have its own like essence to it but like this is just like a sprinkle you know it's like an ideology that's like being put out um regardless of whatever's happening this year i do feel that the highlight month is still um the month where i I think i already flashed out earlier that would be like you said august or yeah that like the seventh um the seventh month from the year so that would be like sorry july July. So July 14. Yeah, because your your birthday is in the middle of the month. So it's kind of like it always yeah. overlaps with the, uh, the next <laughs> month as well. So be- between July 14 and August 14, um, whatever that's supposed to happen this year, um, that's kind of like, I wouldn't say like, you know, I don't like to say that's like the highlight of the year because sometimes it doesn't end up being a highlight. But it's just like a, a sort of like a key pivotal um um, things that unravel for the year. So I think between July 14 and August 14 will be like that sort of like chunk when it comes to your Gemini year, basically. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so just so I understand it, basically like last year my Venus was getting perfected. Now my Gemini is being perfected this yeah, year? Yeah, so it becomes, Mercury becomes important. And that's why I was talking okay. about all the writing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then my moon is in Libra? Yeah, moon said? is in Libra this year. Okay. Um, so that's also another significator of like the movements of the planet. Um. So it's like it's kind of like basically the idea of perfection is kind of like you just turn your, the, the chart around every year. It's kind of like it's it's like a living being where it's also like being turning around with the um with time and since from there we are able to infer some sort of like storytelling of like oh okay this will turn out this way this will turn out this way etc. Yeah. yeah, and then my yeah. rising. What's my rising for the um, year? So okay, so we haven't okay. So there's a two okay. So I think I didn't. To tell you earlier there's a two layer of me interpreting i haven't even gone to your solar return yet <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> so this is just like using your chart and then i i, I turn it oh. around so um i basically it is kind of like a technique where I, I i did it for you last year as well but maybe not as explicitly so um so now we're gonna get into your solar return um but then you are in a sixth house year in general so i have a feeling that um, you're going to be a bit busy this year. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. You know, some people, when I say that you're going to be busy, they're like, oh, I don't want to be busy. No, I'm excited. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, so that, uh, so whenever, you, um, because Gemini is your sixth house, um, so there is a sort of like a, sixth house is a very, sort of like a busy house. Um, you could also be helping other people a lot. Like, it's such a, it's a house of service in a lot of ways. So, um, 
so a good orientation to think about this year. Um, so last year you've like really tapped into your joy, you tap into your pleasure, you know what's good for you, etc. Usually when it comes to the sixth house year, now you're like, okay, now I know all those things and I'm carrying it forward. Um, why? What am I in service to? Like you know, so so like it is a year that's oriented towards more. Um, the reason why I say busy is more about like there's a sort of like consideration of the external even more. And um, also knowing that, you know, like sometimes in a sixth house year, things just happen and you're like, you're less bothered by it just because you just feel that, okay, I don't have control over that usually. So so your Gemini is in a sixth house, which is like a, a very busy house usually. So this will be like a very busier um, towards your colleagues, towards your job, towards your creative pursuits, like all of that, right? Relationships as well. Um, so those are kind of like the things that are getting activated overall. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now okay, so now with... we're doing solar return. <laughs> we're doing your solar return story. So yeah. first of all, um, your solar return, interestingly enough, you have a Capricorn moon in your solar return. Okay, but that's interesting because my rising is Capricorn. Your rising yeah. is Capricorn, and your your solar return rising is also Capricorn. So I'm gonna get shit done this year. It is you're like get shit done. That's shit. Why I was like, I'm not surprised they're gonna have a busy year. So it's like even from the lens of just now, I was like, okay, this could be a busy year. And then I'm looking at a solar return, and I'm like, okay, Capricorn first house getting activated with the moon there, right? So wow. yeah, it's gonna be a very very busy year. Um. And what's funny as well is that we're talking about Mercury as being your lord this year, like the planet. I, I call it like, people call it like the lord of the year. Sometimes I like to call it like the guardian of the year or like the planet of the year, whatever. Um, Mercury is also in Capricorn for you. Stop, that's crazy. That's wild. So yeah, so you have the, your, your moon in Capricorn, your Mercury is in Capricorn. Um, as well as your ascendant in Capricorn for your solar return. My ascendant is in Capricorn too. Yeah, so you're rising. Yeah. Um, and so that's and that's very telling because when a planet is in the rising house, usually that would re- like really make those planets even louder. So like there's a story here about um, there's a, definitely a story here about. Um, your Mercury, your, I I have a feeling that this could be like a great year where you are looking back to your past and kind of like, all right, what are sort of like my, you know, this is very Capricornian way of looking at things. It's kind of like, okay, what are my life projects that have not been completed yet? And how do I go about and like creating the structure so that I am able to accomplish it? Right. I mean, as you say, even with your poetry and things like that, there's something here about like whenever like uh, 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 people with Capricorn tinge to it, um, the year will orient themselves to some sort of like, OK, I this year I, I need to create some sort of like structure. So maybe you are also creating some sort of like important structures um, surrounding your art so that you're able to kind of like, all right, I just want to like, you know, I mean, obviously, sometimes people do do right or whatever when it comes to like um according to the inspiration but then capricornus is also a planet that is very intimate with time like it's trying to like be very intimate with like the concept of time and so what happens is that like usually you will become like a bit more like okay i need to dedicate some time for my writing or something like that right so that you're creating um the 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 keyword would be like you're creating the container for the words to flow for the feelings to flow as well so yeah i love that for you because i have a feeling that you're you're almost going to be putting in the work and i think um putting in the work translates to um you dedicating like um time for you like a personal time or even a communal time with um so so for your art basically 
That's crazy because I've, I've literally been thinking I'm dedicating like a, an hour or something a day. Like I'm thinking about like how I'm structuring my creativity. That's wild. Oh my God. Yeah, this could be a great year to put in those plays because like Mercury and the moon is kind of like co-signing it. It's kind of like, all right, let's do it, right? It's kind of like, let's 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 carve out like some personal time or even personal space as well, right? It's kind of like, okay, this is my creative space, et cetera. Or, or maybe like, you know, I have a, you know, like, a, you know, sometimes I, I, I like um for example whenever i do some work i i, I open certain music and then i was like okay, yeah this is my ritual music so whenever i i listen to that i know what i'm like kind of like naturally doing so it's like you're yeah. attuning yourself to kind of like a sort of like conditionings but it's not like a harsh conditioning right it's kind of like a very um building one it kind of like helps you um to focus in a way as well um mm, so so that would be like a very great vision um for you to consider um Another thing that was really loud that's kind of happened as well is that um, your Venus. Oh my God, that's why I said you don't. You, um, so your uh, your mid heaven usually is in Libra. Um, so your na- your natal your um, what's the natal um, your birth chart um, mid heaven is in Libra. But then in your solar return, your midheaven actually moves a bit. So even your Capricorn rising, but you're not at the same degree Capricorn rising, basically. But then your midheaven moved a bit. Um, so your midheaven is actually in the 11th house. And so I'm not surprised where this is kind of like a year where you are really working towards your dreams, your visions, your people. And what's the basically. 11th house again? Um, 11th house is a house of hopes and dreams and aspirations and bigger friendships it's like all the big big stuff it's kind of like a 11th house is kind of like oh my god the dream whenever people talk about the dream in life usually you're talking about the 11th house because it's it's kind of like the place where it's not like really up there the up there is kind of like can get really lonely but it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, a bit slanted where you kind of you get everything but at the same time you just get to enjoy a lot of things you know because you you have friends there as well um and then your mid because you do have so your mid heaven goes into scorpio and so, and what is, what planet you have in Scorpio? Venus, right? Um, so you do have that Venus in Scorpio. And um, you still have this year in your solar return, you also have Venus in Scorpio. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and not just that. So this is a a, a new technique, you know, uh, you, you know me, I'm always learning new thing. Um this is a, a technique that I learned where um, certain planets, whenever it returns to its original position in the chart, um, especially within the three degrees, and, and yours definitely checks out. Um, so this is a year where the planet retakes the oath what it wants to give you. So I have a feeling this is literally a very that's why I was like, okay, I don't I feel like this still is a Venus year for you, but because Venus is retaking the oath this year, and what will Venus do, right? I have a feeling Venus will do lots of like creative things for you when it comes to your job and your um creative work. Because you have fifth house Venus, so the way we, the way we um interpret it, if we um when a planet retakes their oath, we look at the houses that Venus rules. So Venus rules your Libra, which is the house of your career, your higher aspiration, your tenth house, your public image, right, your reputation in a lot of ways as well. Um, so that would be the tenth house. And then the fifth house, the house of pleasure, the house of joy. You just finish a fifth house here, yeah? So the Taurus, the, the fifth house. So re- Venus is retaking the oath of those houses. And what ends up happening, usually there would always be some sort of like a um, important unraveling with regards to those sort of like months, basically, or those houses. So yeah, I'm like, I, I have a feeling that this feels like a year where your creativity going to take off, you're going to get some sort of support from um, the bigger crowd here. Um, and then as well as at work, you're also going to be getting some sort of like important support there. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Oh my God. And you're also still in your Saturn return, um, regardless, right? And your Saturn is in the third house. So, so we're still in this sort of like a field of Saturn in Pisces moment. Um, but at the same time, the planet Jupiter 
is also in your fifth house. Jupiter is actually in Taurus. So I think in the past year, we've had like Jupiter in Aries slash Taurus, but then it wouldn't get to your, um, um, it wouldn't get to your uh, moon yet because you have moon in Taurus. So I'm just about to like calculate exactly when. So just give me a bit of time here. Um, because you're, I have a feeling you're getting, because you're, you're like still, you're very Sagittarian. So, um, there's a lot, Jupiter will still gonna bless you with like lots of lessons in life. Um, so first, first stop is around the month of, so this is more like a very particular date. So just plus minus one week, right? Um, from, from the date I'm giving you. Um, so usually because transits tends to activate a little bit before, but then some people it's a little bit after just because of their, how the chart works. Um, so s- sometime in February 21st, February 21st is going to be important for you somehow. Um, that week, basically, like the week of February 21st. Um, so there might be something there. Um, it could be job stuff or it could be... You know, just like because your Venus is looking at, uh, I mean, Jupiter is directly looking at your Venus um, house. Um, so that's going to be like very key um, opening, I would say. Like it's kind of like um, Jupiter, Venus uh, usually is kind of like go big or go home, or you're just going to like sometimes people are just like having a, such a good time or you're throwing a house party and ends up like you're just appreciating life even more. It's like, it's kind of like you're, you're just like, um, tuning into like the vastness of life and love etc um but then that's still in your fifth house so it's, it's still going to be a lot about your art in, in lots of ways and then um a little bit after a um, few months after that um jupiter is going to be on your moon um and your moon is actually around um that would be sometime in the middle of march so that would be like march 15 or um march 14 so yeah march 14 is another um important date for you because jupiter is going to conjunct your moon um so that usually signifies some sort of like um i have a feeling this is has a lot to do with like your love life maybe right or um even your creative life um maybe your maybe you're performing to a big crowd or or something like that or it could just be jupiter could also signify some sort of like um people are supporting your art in some ways um because jupiter always representing some sort of like someone who wants to help you someone who wants to give you the benefits and give you the abundance as well so that would be like another um sort of like key point here actually like i would even argue that um throughout the month of um uh throughout that month is pretty like um pretty significant like the march uh, time and then um jupiter will actually conjunct your fortune so this could be like more um oriented to its money perhaps or like blessings um so that would be around Oh, all the dates are like all together here. So that would be like around the time of twenty first April. So it, there's kind of like you have something every month here. Yeah, because Jupiter is going to be quite fast moving through, um, moving through, um, Taurus. Um, so yeah, twenty first of April is also another significant sort of um time for you to like consider like that that week itself. Um, because Jupiter is going to conjunct your fortune, so that there could be something happening within that week. Um, that's going to be some sort of like important. Um, and all of that are are generally in your fifth house, which is the house of pleasure. And um, you know, you I mean, the February one could even be related to home because it's also like because your moon is there. So sometimes moon is related to the home, the mother, or something like that. Sure, I'm um, laughing because I'm going home in February. <laughs> I'm going home to get sunny and I'm going to see my parents and friends. Oh my God. That's oh so God. funny. Yeah. 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 So there might be something there. You might like, you might just going back there and then suddenly you have some sort of like important big news or something like that. It's, it, that could also be like some sort of like 
um potential there right you know there's some sort of like uh i don't know it feels like whenever jupiter aspects a planet um it it, it creates greater possibilities for whatever that planet signifies so uh, the, it could be literally an expansion of the home or some sort of like blessings coming to your mother or your family in some ways as well so that's also like a huge huge possibilities of that so yeah okay Sounds yeah. good. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, this is wild. Oh, wow. Okay, how do you feel? I feel good. I feel energized. I feel like ready for the year. Um I do have I do have one question though cuz I you mentioned you mentioned that like some Mercury is going to be like my ruling planet for next year basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, am I going to be really affected when Mercury goes, like, into retrograde? Like, is it going to really affect me hard? Yeah, yeah. usually whenever, um, I think the most of, I mean, right now Mercury is also retrograding. But it's so funny that you scheduled today because actually today is, like, the best day for Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Really? What does that mean? <laughs> because it's kind of like, because the Mercury and the, the Sun are lining up together. Um, and so it, it kind of like, this is the, 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 the time when... Um, the, the the mercury is getting purified so it's kind of like a rebirth so this could this feels like a rebirth time for you in some ways as well like okay before you prep for the new year so um i think mercury is gonna get go direct by like um end of this year or like early january second of january if i'm not mistaken or third of january depends on the time zone um so yeah, but the um your Mercury retrograde this year is going to happen. Um, I mean, when I say this year, is that for the rest of twenty twenty four, um, it's going to happen in the the fire houses, right? Um, so for you, it's going to be in your fourth house, the home, the ancestors, um, the eighth house. You know, I I I mean, like I'm not like um you know touch rude, but there could be some sort of like a difficult sort of like story here as well when it comes to the eighth house because the eighth house is related to some sort of like death or some sort of like um news that might not be so pleasant um when it comes to like the, those te- topics of life yeah because you do have leo eighth house so making rhetoric is going to happen um in your fire houses which you do have a fire sun and mercury so um this it's going to affect it's i feel like it's going to be more subtle for you um, rather than very literal, um, it, it could be more internal. So it, sometimes whenever, whenever the, the Mercury retrograde hits the, I, I call it the, the, it's not the hidden houses. Yeah, I call it the hidden houses. Um, they are more psychically inclined. So there, there could be something that you're perhaps reflecting something from the past and then you're um, writing something from it, right? It's, it's a very good um, retrograde for um, sort of like, deep deep reflections of how your life has transpired in the past and then once it goes direct you're like okay maybe i can transmute this into something because like usually hidden houses are very much houses oriented towards um transmutation meaning that it seeks to liberate you from any sort of like shackles of the past right so for you right you could even be um throughout all this like mercury retrograde you could even be contending with like any sort of like self-doubt or self-limiting thoughts right and you're thinking about those things and you're like hmm like why do i have this right and why like where where is this coming from is this actually coming from me is it coming from my environment is this what i believe the world is it right you know etc because mercury always wants you to like make the power of mercury is a power to shape shift and so i think mercury retrograde obviously you know it's going to affect you know communications collectively in general etc etc usually that's like more collective but although like it happens to me too. Like you know, uh, this Mercury retrograde. I'm 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 so scared. I, I love that we didn't schedule, reschedule hours, but like that's why I said like this is like the this is like kind of like the this current moment is the the Mercury Kazimi part of the retrograde um where it's getting purified. But yeah, throughout this week, I've had to reschedule all my clients, and Mercury was transiting my second house, which is my my house of money and resources mm. and uh, client work, etc. So um. So that's why I, I'm also like cautionary when it comes to like, you know, it happens, right? But for you, this upcoming year, there's a lot, it's, it, it happens in the part of life that is very fiery and internal and perhaps even it tries to 
um, motivate you towards the next direction. So um, I would say, yes, you will definitely be more impacted by the retrograde just because you are in a Mercury year. Um, but at the same time, it's also affecting your firehouses, which is very personal and intimate and has a lot to do with like... Um, um, it's a very psychic house, people call it. And the reason why is because it has a lot to do with like your inner psychic world building. Like, you know, sometimes you subscribe to certain things just because that's what we've always been told, right? And then, but then you're like, oh, okay, no, actually this is not, um, this is not it, right? I can shift this, right? Um, so, so, so that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like these, maybe I'll have thoughts of like self-doubt or I'll have like some kind of internalization during these retrogrades, but it's like for the better. It's like, I almost like need to have these moments to either like, it's going to either like make me grow or push me forward or like make me like realize something, something along those lines. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. No. Yes. That's exactly, that's exactly (laughs) part of it. And to to do some sort of like um forward looking um in terms of the chart which I I've been loving to you this um uh just because I'm like you know I, sometimes I use astrology to really like <laughs> think reimagine a way of living in the in the future as well and kind of like all right this is my present what am I doing uh, what I am doing in the present has some sort of like um consequences and impact to my future um so you are in a Mercury year which, you know, you're, you're um, 29 years. Um, so whatever you're doing this year, you're probably going to um, gather, like, the fruits of it even more. So so there's some sort of, like, a, this is more like a yearly resonance. I don't think I did this when um, in your past one. Um, so whatever you're doing this year, there's going to be important when you were 31, um, so that would be 20, um, December 2025, um, because then you're going to enter a solar year. So your sun also going to activate your Mercury. So you're 29 years old and you're 31 years old is like, kind of like interconnected. Uh, but then ultimately, whatever you're doing this year is going to be so important um, once you are 35. So that would be far off. Like That would be like 2029, late 2029. So... Um, astrology has this way of like sort of like a future sort of like making in a way right um you know what's funny too like um a great place to even revisit like the last time you actually had a mercury year was actually a while ago um so if we look at your chart the last time you had a mercury year was when you had a virgo year so virgo year was when you were um 20 yeah, so something was like there was um so when when you were twenty and twenty three so twenty and twenty three no so it's actually seventy so 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 okay if I were to go back to the past right um the past cycle yeah. um so you were in a Gemini year when when you were seventeen and then part of that Gemini year seventeen storytelling is important when you were 19 as well as when you were 20. So like the 17 story is tied to your 19 and your 20. And then it also tied to your 23. So there's this sort of like leg of like 17, 20, uh, 19, 20, 23. So that's like the cycle in the past. Um, Sometimes that's helpful to think about. I mean, not to say like you're going to revisit whatever that is like the past was, but sometimes it's like a helpful framing of like, okay, where were you then? Kind of like, um, sort of like benchmarking in the past of like where were you when you were 17 and then 19, 20 and then 23 um, I'm like how's the 17 affected those years yes yes how's the 17 yeah, affected those years and that those years could also like especially the most recent one like the 23 one so because that's like the, the, the closest one I can think of Um, because that was also like a the culmination point of that Mercury I call it like a sort of like a Mercury year cycle in a way where where, where it kind of like comes back um, so that 23rd year has some sort of like culmination of it. Um, but then now this is like another restart where you're like 29, 31, 32, and then 36. Yeah. That is crazy. I know exactly what happened in 17 that affected me 
till 23. I know exactly what it is. So I see what you're saying because I can see the yeah. pattern now. Not, yeah. I don't think it's going to be the same pattern, but... No, it, 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 usually there's something... Uh, it's definitely going to be different. It's not like the same thing, but it's usually like there's some sort of like a... Like there's a storytelling of like... um um perhaps even like um what what was the word there like yeah like the the embarking on a on a journey of your crafts kind of thing yeah yeah no i i 100% see the correlation and i 100% see how that's going to like i see what i'm doing this year and how it could affect me the way it did i see it i see it oh, dude i do it's crazy <laughs> when you said, I, love I, I was i was waiting for you to say 17 i was like that that's gonna be the year because like yeah yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah because I it's know. like the chart the chart uh, because there's 12 sign right so it's like mm-hmm. so there are 12 signs for every 12th year you, you kind of like go back to the same point um you know so for example i'm 30 now there's some like resonance between my 30 and my 18 years old so it's kind of like um so it's kind of like a, a given thing but the storytelling would be drastically in a lot of ways different but the, the because the planet that gets activated is the same planet so that's why it's kind of like important yeah 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 i mean it's when i really i i think i wrote um one of my first poems as well as when i was 17 yeah. Oh my god. That's I why I'm like, that. that's wild. And like I think like when I was that young, I was going through a lot of like emotional stuff. And like mm. I was not in like a good mental headspace. But that is like I think I if I wouldn't have gone through like what I went through when I was 17, I don't think I would have like the acclimate to be a poet, if that makes sense. Like I had to go through that emotional journey. And like I feel very mentally stable now and so it's interesting that like now the, the planet is back where it was when it was 17 it's like now it's almost like I can really utilize that planet when I when I was younger I wasn't able to because I was like in a mess <laughs> so you're in a mess you're still processing it etc right mm-hmm. yeah so it's like it's also like um in astrology that there's also a thing what we call like a planetary maturity so usually the planet get matures a lot of Lots of planet gets matures after twenty years old usually, um, and then I mean Saturn is the, the the one that's furthest getting mature at like around thirty years old, um, so yeah, so basically after your Saturn return, it's kind of like all planet has reached a point of maturity, then then you are kind of like you know responsible for like the thing. That's why people like that's why in astrology we call like true adulthood a tree comes in after your Saturn return, so it's like. So it's like now I feel like so much an like adult, you know. It's like actually yeah. like I think society right now has like put like the adult like so low, like you know. And then it was like, oh my god, like I know, like eighteen, like making life decisions. <laughs> I don't think so. Nineteen, twenty, yeah. But yeah. like astrology, like everything matures by the time you reach thirty. So anything after that has a lot to do with like, okay, how am I gonna like use this sort of like my reflection of the past, um, and and perhaps doing it for the better and like if i know something so intimately about myself right you know you know it's also mercury right if like if we're talking about mercury if we we know like you are if you know that you are here to to utilize your skills in a very various ways then perhaps that's like path, part of your pathway right you know because sometimes people with like um in a mercury uh, people with like a mercury um activation year sometimes they feel like oh my god i feel like my my attentions are divided or something like that you know because it's like you have lots of like multiple skills etc but actually that's part of the gift right that's like okay the gift is actually you're very you're very changeable you're able to like pick up very quickly and then you're able to change its form and then that's your gift right not everyone can do that right and Mm -hmm. not everyone can be writing and then doing their day job and then like whatever have you right yeah yeah you know what's crazy actually Shahir as well 17 was when I started my fashion blog oh my god (laughs) so that's wild that's when I because you remember my fashion blog yes yes you remember you showed me oh my god that is so I don't know maybe I'm gonna be doing blog writing again who knows who knows right who knows this is yeah so yeah this is gonna be and so it's like I, I always like to tell clients this just because it's like you know it's just like 
to to tell them that like whatever you're doing this year it would matter in the future right for me it's so funny like what am i like what for me like i'm 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 30 right now so like whatever i'm doing in my 30 years old is only going to be so important once i'm 39 <laughs> I'm like, I mean, once I'm 38, something like that. And I'm like, wow, that's so far. But then there's like a, that's kind of like the, the bigger milestone of it. But then um, there's like some sort of like a mini milestone to it as well. So for you, whatever you're do- doing um, in your 29th year, the, the biggest milestone for it would definitely be around 35. Yeah. That resonates for some reason. I've always had like this idea of like 35 being something. So oh yeah. my God, you'll wild. Get That's I hope so. I freaking hope so. That would be amazing. It's like the, the, the building could be like, you know, 29 could be like the, the start of it. And then 31, 32 could also be like very out there and some sort of like for the visibility of it i'm gonna be 35 i'm gonna be on the red carpet i'm gonna be like they're gonna be interviewing me like how did you have any did you realize that this was gonna happen and be like yes i did my friend here told me when i was 29 that this moment would happen Amen. oh my god i love yes. this i love no it's gonna happen no for sure that's part of like the idea of astrology and i i, I love that because it is really about like you know imagining and stretching and that's how you 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 kind of like you know um achieve right you know if you can't imagine it for yourself then how are you like if you can't imagine it if you can't believe it then you can't like achieve it right so yeah yeah you know what i have a life lesson for this podcast now and i think it's it's literally reach for the stars reaching for, reach the, for stars. the stars reach for yeah. the stars yeah and it's like it's like so literal like you know reaching for your astrology like taking hold of like what your reading is mm-hmm. but also like chase your hopes chase your dreams like what are they and like reach for them you know reach for them yeah reach for them and they'll also reach you back for sure yeah yeah if you reach for them they're gonna want to hold you too exactly oh my god i love that (laughs) amazing okay cool that's all from me oh wow (sighs) that was so good okay well thank you so much for being on my podcast it is always a delight to talk to you you um you are incredible amazing inspiring you please continue doing what you're doing i'll definitely like I, I wish everyone would do a session with you because it is literally <laughs> that eye-opening. I'm not even kidding. It is so Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Love y'all. Thanks for Love. listening. Hope you have a daisy-ish day. Woo! We did it! Oh, my God. Yay! <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>